live from Hollywood, USA, the entertainment capital of the world. This is the rumor mill for the week of March 29th, 2021. Your only source for drama, gossip, tea, and speculation from the world of RuPaul's Drag Race. Oh, sorry, Lori. I thought you spoke whale. Motherfucker, my name's Joe Batanz, and this is the rumor mill for March 29th, 2021. I am jo- this isn't the music I, I usually use. You know, I just realized now that I'm in it, I don't know if you know this, Lori. My Farago updated, and I lost almost all my audio files on the soundboard. And so I've, had no. to go, I've been having to go through all my audio files and try and piece back what used to be there. I oh. did not find the rumor mill theme until like two minutes before I was supposed to call you, right? Oh, well, thank God I yeah. gave you an extra 20-minute well, buffer. No. I already had everything about that. But I thought I thought this was the music we play. No one would know. I noticed these things. I thought this is the music we play while we're talking, but I, now that I listen to it, I realize it's not. Well, I'll find it. Anyway, Lori, how are you? Today, like I told you, today's an action-packed episode because we are going to be using you for your knowledge. And as, as I explained on Drag Race Recap, there is nobody more iconic in the L.A. comedy and improv scene than Laurie Roggenkamp. I was even saying uh, yesterday, Laurie, that yeah. uh, Lonnie Love, who was a guest judge this week, she defers to you. And, oh, yeah. And invited you to the House of Love. Uh, well, you know that my name is, my real name is Laurie Love. That's what I thought. That's what yeah, I thought, yeah. is that your name is Laurie Love. Uh What is going I, on? I also would like to add a correction. I yeah. don't speak whale. I speak sea cow. Oh. So you want to hear my my sea cow chant? Sure. <laughs> Paviance in the chat room says you gave the eulogy at Robin Williams' funeral. I forgot about that. I did, yeah. 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 And what's really funny. I started with the sea cow chant. Yeah. and, and That's, you, I, I mm-hmm. used to do that in my first grade class. And I got to be honest. It killed. Yeah. So I'm a little ashamed that it didn't do so well. So like I was saying, this is we we have no time for the usual banter. We have no time for anything because what we're gonna do. Like, I'm ready. Yeah, I'm ready. I do, got. Yeah. Look, I got my Coke Zero. Coke Zero. I got my water. Water. I got my Lacroix. Lacroix. You know what? I'm gonna I get got a Lacroix. My cold brew. Uh huh. I got my orange juice. Yeah. I got my other bottle of water. Sure. My backup water. So we're all set. Oh, seeing Joe's butt crack. Joe's butt crack. Joe's butt crack. I'm seeing Joe's butt crack. You know what's so funny? You know what's so funny? What? This week, after much prodding, I had to send Aiden. Not had to. I volunteered, but I was asked to send a picture of my hole, my asshole, to Aiden. How did you do that? What? Well, the Apple Watch helped me because the Apple Watch you can control your camera. So oh. I, yeah, I got and put the camera in position. 
arched my back so that my cheeks were spread, and on my watch, hit the button. You know, I had to look at it to send it. Lori, it is one of the most horrifying things. It, it was like looking at Medusa. I turned to stone. I didn't want to tell you that. I turned to stone. I had a friend who uh, said that his boyfriend mm-hmm. was, like, for some reason, just so obsessed with what his poo looked like coming out of his butthole. Ew. That one time he made his boyfriend, he like his boyfriend volunteered, but sure. after like much prodding, he looked at what the and he said it was white. It's white when it first comes out, and Wait, then it, it the colorization. I, I, okay, can we and stop? he said that right after that, he immediately was like, "I can never have sex with you ever again." So, yeah, yeah. There, that's that's the story that I felt like sharing with you. Thank you. All right, Lori, because we're going to use your expertise, we need we need to dive right into these. Okay, we need to dive right into these. Let's start our comedy corner, Lori Roggenkamp's comedy corner. All right, Lori. Uh, the first, now, you know what I like about this is I want you to purely judge this as if you were judging a comedy competition, like a Bill Word style comedy competition. Okay. Now, for those of you right. listening, Bill Word was, I would say, for both me and Lori, the comedy producer that we both started with. Correct? Yeah. Yeah. He used to produce comedy shows in Orange County, and it was where a lot of up and coming comics started. I bet you there are some very famous comics. Who started with Bill Word? You know, Amy, uh, Amy um, Schumer. Oh God, Schumer. Yeah, Amy Schumer. She, oh, that one. She the, did a lot of. She did a lot of Cal, the California funniest women. Yeah, she and then that. the 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 Vietnamese uh, nail salon bit. Oh yeah, Angela Johnson. Angela, she, that's how she got her start. And that and that she, and the one on YouTube is from a Bill Word show. Yeah. Right? And uh, I'm sure I all, beat. I oh, I always say this. I beat her. And she got in under a wild card. Mm. So, but then I like crashed and burned in my next round, and she she moved on. Yeah, so. but then you became the LA comedy icon. No, I will say, <laughs> yeah. but I will say, I bet you there are people we just if you went through the billboard thing and went through the list of people who participated because there the list exists somewhere. Oh sure, he used to have the whole list on the website. Um, you would find people. I bet you like a Joe Coy has been through it. Um, well, we know WWE uh, wrestling commentator sensation Johnny LaQuasta went through that for sure. You know, he, yeah, he started with us. Um, and then who's that guy that wanted to sleep with you? Grant Cotter. I mean, there's so many. Yeah, you know, yeah. it's just hard to pinpoint. But anyway, um, you, when you when you started out in Southern California, Alistair, Alistair really wanted to have sex with me. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, when you started off in Southern just California, just those two. Yeah, just only those two. They wanted to tag team you, like Chinese finger cuffs. But the only reason is, why they wanted to have sex with me, by the way, was because I was a lesbian. That's it. Mm-hmm. The only reason why. The point is, if you were starting out in Southern California, you went through this. But that means most of the people who went through this were not very good. Okay, because they're starting yeah. out. It's not because they're not good comics. They're just starting out. You know. For sure. So what I'm going to say is I want you to judge it if you're judging that. Okay? So we're not okay. we're not holding them to the standard of a, a professional comedian. It's a Bill Word, uh, OC's funniest level competition. Mm-hmm. All right? And okay. Then, now, the only difference is that this is a roast. Okay? And you have not been watching this season. So just take the joke as a joke. 
for if you don't, you don't okay. imagine you don't even know the person. So here we go. And I'm not going to tell you what okay. the what the opinion of the judges was. I'm not going to tell you what my opinion was. I'll tell you at the end after you, after you tell me. I'll tell you mine. I'm going to give a little bit of a caveat though, yeah. and I'm going to say that even though I am pretty much the established comedian of Los Angeles, sure. Um, I am not very good at roasting. Yeah, but you, some but you're of us good. Have seen. Yes, but you're. An but expert. what I'm going to say is, is that it takes a level. It takes a certain level of of joke writing, joke ability yeah. to yeah. be able to roast. All right. So that's all I'm going to say. That's fine. Great. All right. So the first one here is Candy Muse. She's the first one up. All right. First one up. Here we go. Hey <laughs> And by the way, if you want to stop at any point, just put your finger up, and I'll stop. Okay. Okay. All right. Here we go. Ubers, darling, gorgeous tonight, huh? Y'all, my name is Candy News, and I ain't a nice grandma. I'm a naughty girl. Oh. <laughs> Listen up, bitch. Welcome to the Nice Girls Rose, bitch. Tonight we have the privilege and honor of roasting our amazing Miss Congenialities. Yeah. Uh, I should tell you this. So what they, the, who they're roasting are former contestants, three who have won recently Miss Congeniality. They roasted Nina West. Uh, Heidi in Closet and Valentina. Okay, so you'll hear those. Oh, notes. okay. Okay, here we go. Hey! <laughs> Ain't no audience tonight. Mm-mm. Michelle. There's no audience because of COVID. So it's just the judges, yeah. the miscongenialities, and the contestants. Uh, so far, I will say that uh, I feel like um, Candy Muse has gone down the path of I'm not, st- I'm stating facts, yeah. but with a funny voice. Yeah. So hopefully you'll just find me fun. Yeah. Okay. Don't that kind of remind you of your old concerts from back in the days, bitch? Just empty. (laughs) First up, the incredible Valentina. Hello. You know, you and my drag mother have so much history together. (laughs) But she got one thing correct, baby. You're perfect. You're beautiful. That performance in Rent Live was rough, bitch. (laughs) (laughs) Your angel needed an angel. (laughs) Hello, Miss Nina West. Hi. You make my good Judy, Miss Tina Burner, look like such a petite woman. With them (laughs) big ass shoulders you got, bitch. (laughs) I know that drag race is the Olympics of drag. And baby, you the stadium. How can I forget our sweetheart, Miss Hottie in closet? Oh. I don't know what's worse. Your fashion on season 12. No, baby, ain't nothing worse than that. <laughs> ain't nothing worse than that. <laughs> <laughs> Hello, judges. Hi, Andy. I don't know what's scarier, waiting for my test results at the clinic or waiting for a critique from the judges. I know at least one of them will come out positive. <laughs> How can I forget about our amazing special guest judge, Miss Lonnie Love? Hey, Candy. <laughs> How does being an extra on Soul Plane land you this big ass gig on RuPaul's Drag Race? <laughs> hey, Ru. Hi. Y'all, RuPaul is so old, Jurassic Park brought back memories. <laughs> RuPaul's so old, I told her to act her own age, bitch. She died. <laughs> All right, Laurie, that was the set. What? Give us your expert uh, comedy club uh, uh, opinion here. 
so I will say somebody in the chat room asked, are there criteria for judging actual comedy competitions? And yes, there is. I don't remember like all the specifics, but I know that it's joke delivery, uh, set up punchlines. You always want to try and see if they have like a set up punchline. A lot of times people think that set up punchline means misdirection, which a joke can be a misdirect where you, the punt, the setup and the punchline is a misdirection from the punt, from the setup. Um, who, uh, oh God, there's a comedian. One liners usually do that because they'll set, set up a joke and then the punchline is something that's like the opposite of that joke. Um, and then also audience participate, like how they deal with the audience. It doesn't mean you necessarily have to talk to the audience, but it's like sort of like, do you, are you in tune with the audience? Are you kind of like understanding their, are you guys vibing essentially? Um, persona. Do you have a good persona? Do you have a good stage presence? You know, uh, a lot of, a lot of comedians could get knocked down for simply just like put, taking the microphone off the stand and not moving the stand to the back because that's like a faux pas because now you're just sort of like competing for stage time with a microphone stand. Um, so I will say that given those are all the critiques I can think of so far, given that I personally didn't feel like she had solid joke writing ability, but her persona with the audience and her comedy persona were strong. Mm -hmm. So I, I would give her like, if we were doing out of 10, I would give her like a seven out of 10. So you're giving her, I'm going to, I'm going to write it down here. So you're giving candy a seven out of 10. Okay. Yeah, I might go back and change it. That's well, another thing is like fine. sometimes when I would when I would judge, sure. I would do everything in pencil first, then you go back and you judge, you know, cuz y- you never know like if somebody could be doing really well and then you're like, "Oh, that's the bar." Yeah. And then you kind of go through and then or somebody could do terrible and you could be like, "Oh, well, she actually was better than I thought." Yeah. Um but so I would say, yeah, I would say she she was getting laughs from the audience. Mm-hmm. Um, she, her jokes were sort of the ones that she had that were actually punchlines were were hokey. They yeah. were, you know, they've been done before. Like I told I told her to act a real age and she died. That's yeah. a that's a what what we call a, a cruise joke, yeah. which is like a joke that's that's done so much that they tell it on cruise ships. Yeah. Um. And so. Uh, so yeah, so I would say a, a seven out of ten simply because she seemed to have high energy, mm-hmm. and she seemed that her persona was was funny. She had mm-hmm. funny delivery, which I think yeah. really helped her. Yeah, and she vibed really well with the audience. All so. right, very good. Let's move on to the next person, uh, Simone. All right, this is Simone. Okay. <laughs> Muse, thank you for that marvelous introduction. Now, I do have a question for you. Last week, when you were standing in the back of the stage, looking at all the girls who've won a challenge in front of you, <laughs> was it, did it remind you of standing alone in the VIP? <sighs> Goodness gracious. Mm-mm-mm-mm. But speaking of losers, we have our steamed panel of Congenialities here tonight. We have Miss Valentina. We gotta talk about that controversy. Oh yes. Mm-hmm. You didn't know them words to that lip sync. No. You let that happen. Uh. <laughs> it's Lonnie Love. Hey, Simone. Hey. All right. Yeah. So I will say this. This this is how I am with roasting. <laughs> okay. 
So I feel for her. Yeah. That's why I'm saying that roasting takes a whole nother level of joke writing mm-hmm. because you have to be able to roast somebody and be, be severe. You know, I mean, if you look like Jeff Ross, Nikki Glaser, they're severe. Mm-hmm. They cut, they're cutting jokes. Yeah. But they come from a place of not, I guess not love, but like respect. Yeah. Don Rickles, perfect example. Yeah. Like you don't feel like he hates you, but he's still making fun of you. He mm-hmm. could call you a piece of shit and you would laugh. Mm-hmm. The, she, Simone, did you say that yeah, was her Simone. name? Simone is just mean. She doesn't have like a punchline really. She just has like a mean um ending. And mm-hmm. she's thinking that that's a roast. And that's like how you kind of start working. So I kind of feel bad for her because you could tell that she's trying. Mm-hmm. She's actually legitimately trying to come up with material that's roast roast worthy. Yeah. But it's just not landing because her delivery is not great. Mm-hmm. She's losing her punchline. Yeah. You know, she kind of is losing her, her, uh, she's stepping on her punchlines a lot by yeah. kind of not allowing for time mm-hmm. to pass. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, so I would say right now, unless she has a big whammer of a joke, she's probably going to be the, in the bottom. All right. So there we go. That's hey. <laughs> now you was an author, an actress. She's talking to Lonnie Love here, by the way. A TV host and you were a former electrical engineer but then you somehow were so good at it you engineered your ass onto this judging panel oh god miss ross the boss matthew the gayest one on this panel (laughs) and that gets me because you sitting next to a man in a wig that's been pulled plucked and prodded (laughs) And no, that's not you, Miss Rapal, okay? I'm talking about Michelle. <laughs> and now on to my girls. Olivia. <laughs> now I told you that you remind me of the girls back home. And that's poor. But <laughs> Heidi's here tonight, so you have one thing to know that you are not destitute, okay? Oh, oh my. All right, here we go. Oh, is that is that the end of Simone? Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. I will say she kind of pulled it out. I mean, oh, really? she did have some. She did have some some okay jokes towards the end. Mm-hmm. But I would still I would give her a three out of ten. Three out of ten. All right, let me write this down. Um, I I truly look. I truly believe that she was trying. Mm-hmm. I I believe that you know she seemed very nervous. So I don't. I would. I'm not going to give her a zero because. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, zeros I feel like are are for people who just don't. You don't even feel like they're trying. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I, I I will say that she kind of when she did tell her joke that was that got laughs. She allowed for time to like take a breath. She allowed mm-hmm. for people to sort of, especially with roasts, you kind of want to give the the setup and then let people like almost what they call reel you in. Like you want people to sit on their seat and go, oh, what's she gonna say? And she wasn't really allowing time for that. Mm-hmm. Um, and then she did with that Michelle Visage joke. Mm-hmm. And I thought that really sort of like was her saving grace. So that, that, but she overall, I felt like she was trying, but she was just very mean. All right. Here so. we go. Next we have, uh, Utica Queen. Utica Queen. Here we go. Oh, Simone, I thought I was the one who had the balls to bomb that hard. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, <laughs> Great job, Simone. 
The judges love you so much in this competition, especially Ross. You know, Ross and Simone, I think you guys would make a great couple. Simone and Pumbaa. Uh, Akuna Matata. Ross, you know I love you. You are so gay that you don't on the you skittles on the you're so gay they should uh uh they should make the whole uh they should take celebrity big brother and make it celebrity big brother with benefits (laughs) okay 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 now that you know i got my balls out of the way and i'm bombing yeah so okay so one thing i will say especially with a roast joke um flow is everything Mm-hmm. So to be honest with you, I think because she stepped over her ma- her line, she should have just moved on to the next joke. Mm-hmm. She shouldn't have even tried to finish that joke. Yeah. Uh, so, right, now, right now she's calling the fact that she's bombing. Which what what's what what is the what sort of the rule in comedy? Do you say I'm bombing? I mean, to be honest with you, there are two different uh, beliefs. Mm-hmm. Excuse me. Mm-hmm. The first is don't, never call out that you're bombing. Mm-hmm. Um. Technically, there's like three or four. The but the main one is never call out your bombing, or the second one is maybe to diffuse the situation so people aren't so anxious because audiences, gen- most audiences, genuinely want you to do well. Mm-hmm. So if you're bombing and it's not going well, you know, calling out the obvious is always can always kind of bring you guys onto the same page, and that can help bring you out of the the shitty, uh, you know, set that you're doing. Mm -hmm. But some audiences, you know, especially maybe when you're judging, calling out that you're bombing might not be the best thing. Yeah. Because it's sort of like a actor who forgets their lines. Mm -hmm. You don't want to, you don't want to, while you're on stage, be like, oh boy, I really screwed that up to like a bunch (laughs) of judges, you know, (laughs) Mm -hmm. you know, it's like, so, um, yeah, there's also a third that I feel like a lot of comedians do, mostly male comedians, mm-hmm. where they blame the audience mm-hmm. for not laughing. <laughs> They're like, I'm yeah. funny. You guys are the problem. Yeah. So that I feel like is is not great. No. Um, But yes, yeah, I feel like she she did really well in the beginning with the Simone joke. Yeah. But now I feel like her material just isn't there. And I think... It's quicksand. She's just getting so nervous that yeah. she's just she's rat she's rattling herself. All right, here we go. And I'm Bob. I know, I know. Nina West. Oh yes. Ooh. Oh, I'm sorry. I thought you could speak whale. Oh. <laughs> Heidi, you really remind me of the people I grew up with on the farm. Gap tooth and full of bull semen. What? <laughs> Girl, huh? Valentina, you are such a beautiful sister. Thank you. But you have this diva attitude that's really hard to swallow. I do. It's just as hard as, to swallow as Lonnie Love's comedy career. That's the problem with roasting is <laughs> when you pick on somebody, they could come back at you like a thousand times better. And then you are fucked. Yeah. So, yeah. Ooh. Uh, that's. <laughs> I mean, she had Lonnie. You when you do that, Lonnie Love had no choice. Like she's a comedian. Mm-hmm. She's you know, she's she, she had no choice. Yeah. So. 
<laughs> no. You like that? You like that, RuPaul? RuPaul, you are such a fashion icon. If you could stand up for us, please. So I explained on the show that the joke there is that RuPaul, after she walks out, she wears sweatpants and slippers, so she can't stand up. And then RuPaul, oh. right here, comes the end of the, this is the end of the set. RuPaul flips her off. <laughs> All right, thought on that set. I mean, she basically had everybody roasting her by the end of it. <laughs> Like, uh-huh. <laughs> so I would say uh, two out of ten. Two out of ten. All right. Uh, I, have you said everything you're going to say on her? Should I move on to the next one? Yeah. All right. Here we go. This is Got Mick. This is Got Mick. Here we go. Wow. How will I ever follow that one up? <laughs> After your set, I really realize that it's so fitting that your name begins with the letters U-T-I. Because you make me extremely uncomfortable and I feel like I need a full bottle of pills to forget about you. (laughs) (laughs) Heidi in Closet. Hi, my love. How are you tonight? You lip synced more times than our angel here, Valentina, has attempted to block the words rent live on social media. (laughs) (laughs) But moving on to our judges. Hi, you guys. Lonnie Love. I just cannot believe I am standing up here presenting my comedy in front of you. I knew there was going to be budget cuts this season, but I didn't know it was going to affect the judges panel, too. (laughs) Hi, Rue. How are you? Good. I am such a huge fan of you and your work and all of your hit song. Hi, Ross. Hi. I love you so much. And you are the only person I have ever met that watches porn and when the pizza gets delivered. (laughs) What is up with that? You got a point. All right, that was Got Mick. What are our thoughts? Uh, L.A. comedy icon Lori Roggenkamp, your thoughts on Got Mick's roast? I thought she did really well. Mm-hmm. I thought she did really well. I thought it was funny. I thought her delivery was great. I thought she, you know, she didn't like, she she gave, she kept the energy up. I felt like mm-hmm. uh, the other two comedians sort of like let things sort of like crash, like go down, and then they would try the joke. She like, was on it. She was mm-hmm. telling joke after joke and she allowed time to breathe for each mm-hmm. one. So roasting is all about personality. You have to like the person in order to be okay with the mm-hmm. roast. And I feel like she did a great job of that. So, mm-hmm. all right. What, what's your score? Ooh, I'm going to say nine, nine out of 10. Wow. Got Mick with a nine out of 10. All right. Here we go. Next, we have Olivia Lux. Olivia Lux. There's Olivia, and then one more after that, okay? okay. <laughs> this is so fun. Thanks, Gorge. Yes. I know, I know what you're thinking. The polite queen roasting. Uh, it, it, I didn't come here just to be Miss Congeniality. You see where that gets you? <laughs> I came here to win. Something Candy Muse has yet to do in a maxi challenge. <laughs> All right, the judges. Hi, judges. 
Hi. Mama Rue. <laughs> Mama Rue, the patient zero of drag queens. <laughs> <laughs> Mama Rue is so old, her first drag name was in hieroglyphics. <laughs> Mama Rue is so old, she signed the Declaration of Independence as parent slash guardian. <laughs> Nina West. Nina West wanted to be on Drag Race so bad, there's only been 13 seasons, and somehow she managed to audition 38 times. <laughs> Valentina! Um, I noticed Valentina's eyebrows are like tally marks. One, two, three, four, five, um, six. Um, it, it's like she's counting how many times I've been in the bottom. Uh, one, two, three, four. Oh. Well, look at your brows, girl. Oh. <laughs> well, thank you, everyone. And if you didn't like my set, my name's Michelle Visage. <laughs> All right. All right, Lori, your big thoughts on Olivia Lux. I thought she did great up until the end. Mm-hmm. I thought, I don't know, I think that joke that she had about the eyebrows, I felt like maybe that should have been in the beginning. It mm-hmm. kind of lost its steam. And then mm-hmm. um, and then the whole thing about, if you if you didn't like my set, my name's Michelle Visage. I mean, that got laughs, but The it oldest was, joke in the world. Yeah, it was, it's, it's definitely, it's like a cruise ship, uh, you know, dingy joke. Mm-hmm. So... Um. Yeah, I would say six. Well, no, I'm gonna say eight out of ten because I feel like eight out of good, ten. I feel wow. like she did well for a majority of the of the of the thing. So, all right, now we have our last one. Our, you know, she's gonna close the show here. Here we have Rose. Right, Rose. Everyone, listen, my name is Rose, and before I get started, I do want us all to give one more massive round of applause for Miss Olivia Lux, who, after what we just experienced, will now forever go by the name Olivia Sucks. (laughs) (laughs) Valentina, I I can't believe I'm standing on this stage with you. I credit a lot of my love for polish and perfection today to watching Valentina while season nine was airing. And coincidentally, during All Stars 4, I too realized that I am completely f***ing delusional. (laughs) Nina West is here, everybody. Nina West's shoulders are so wide that in high school, she auditioned for the school play and got the part of the stage. (laughs) Now, Heidi and I are actually friends. Heidi and I uh, got to know each other last year in New York. We've hung out a few times. And uh, how you doing, Heidi? Bless them. Highly favorite. Okay, great. So we've been talking for about 10 (laughs) seconds. This is the longest on record that Heidi has ever waited before trying to mean. <laughs> <laughs> Heidi, is it true? Lies! No, it's not lies, baby. <laughs> the only thing that is thirstier than Heidi and Closet are her makeup brushes, okay? <laughs> yes. Oh, RuPaul, you always look beautiful. And I'm really proud to uh, announce that it's not the only thing that we share in common. <laughs> I, uh, I want you all to know that Ru and I are both actively working in the music industry. One of us is a recording artist, and one is a singer. 
<laughs> All right, buddy. Well, listen, I've had a great time. But before I leave, I want to leave you with some words. Uh, well, actually, it's for you, Candy. Candy, I'm really proud of you for what you've done this season, but mostly for tonight. Because I know it takes tremendous courage to show up to a roast when you are a roast. Thank you. I'm Rosé. Have a wonderful night. Okay, Lori, that was the last one. Rosé. What were your thoughts on Rosé? I thought she did really well. I thought some of the jokes were, uh, you know, kind of typical jokes that you would tell at a roast. So I I would have liked to see hear more like... Um, you know, different sort of like the fat thing has already sort of been done a billion times. Uh, mm-hmm. But, you know, like I said, these are like you said, these are people who are trying out a new thing. So mm-hmm. you can't really fault them for doing hacky material. Yeah. Uh, so I would say nine out of ten. Nine out of ten. Now, I'm going to go down the list for you. So you have in the bottom, you have Utica. She's the worst. Yeah. And then followed by Simone. Then you have Candy Muse, third from the bottom. Do you want to adjust that at all, or do you want to keep that? I think I'm going to take... Um, who was the one right before uh, this one? Uh, Olivia. The one that we just did? Olivia. I think I'm going to make Olivia 6 out of 10. Okay. So then, let me see. So the ranking, then, is Utica in the bottom. Yeah. Then it's Simone. Then it's Olivia. Then it's Candy. Then you have uh, a tie after that with Gottmik and Rosé. Would you say it's tied or was one better than the other in your mind? Mm, I would say Gottmik because she was the first person I saw. Uh-huh. But Rosé was also real. I'm going to put Rosé. Oh, Rosé was your number ten one. At, t- ten out of ten. Oh, wow. You and I matched. That would be my exact ranking. Really? So, yeah, two comedy experts. Now I'm going to tell you something. Who do you think actually won the challenge now? Well, I will say somebody on the chat did say that Gottmik didn't get. Okay. Um, so I'm going to say Rosé. No, the winner was Candy Muse. Oh. But there's you a know, lot of like, there, there's, uh, there are accusations and you're sort of proving that of like producer hygiene because they wanted her to win. A, uh, yeah, they want to they want to justify her her existence on the show, and she hadn't won a challenge up to that point. She, um, I mean, to be honest with you, I feel like the winner was Lonnie Love because she had some good she, had, especially with what's her face, she had a real good response. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, you know, uh, but I, I hate to say it, like, look, there's a certain group that I feel like their favorite comedians are comedians who don't really tell jokes, just tell facts in mm-hmm. a funny way. Yeah. And I think that that's probably why Candy Muse got number one. Cause mm-hmm. she did not tell a single joke. Mm-hmm. She just told facts in a yeah. funny way. Yeah. Well, let me ask you this, Lori, if you were their coach, what is like something you would say to them? I mean, for this one, that'd be tough because I'm not a good... I suck at roasting. Uh-huh. So I would have a hard time. I would say, make sure you make a connection with the audience. Oh, gosh. I am so sorry. Uh, it's time for the spoilers. And if you don't like spoilers, get the fuck out. 
Uh, oh, this music didn't start. Here we go. Okay, Lori. Do you want to finish your thoughts? Sorry, I don't know why the siren does that. <sighs> you know, I thought maybe it got last, lost in the big uh, Frago uh-huh. shift of 2021. Yeah. Um. Uh. Yeah, I think I think I would just tell. Make sure you do. I'm just trying to uh, really pause time so that way humble will have time to yeah. right now i see she has like i always imagine she has like a little tray in her bath uh-huh you know that has like her book her candle yeah. and, uh-huh. and everything and her her scented candle and she's yeah. just knocking over that tray yeah uh-huh. <laughs> and she has like her like like a real sponge you know like when people have like the real like the real sponges and you know what she's probably you know speaking of she has like an avocado face cream on and some cucumbers and her towel in a in yeah a, in a, in a and whatever you call it on her head, a turban on her head. I just feel like, again, it's like, if you hear us, mm-hmm. maybe don't start like a very con- like relaxing bath time. Yeah, I don't know why she know? does that. I don't know why she's like, well, it's the rumor mill. <laughs> it's the rumor mill. I'm going to put on a cucumber mask. And, <laughs> and take a bath. <laughs> and take a and, bath. And put a bath bomb Every in. time, humble. Yeah, every every time. time. Every time. And then and then she's shocked when the rumors are. Or you know what? I could even see doing it, but keep like the phone nearby so you can just, you know, yeah. get out. No. She puts it all the way next to the next to the edge of the uh, the door. Yeah, where her what she puts it in that speaker. You know those speakers where you put yeah. your phone in and yeah. then it's like plays music. Yeah. <laughs> so I I don't get humble. You got to really rethink your life. Yeah, you really do. Um. Humble. Yeah, I would say just make sure you make a connection with the audience. Mm-hmm. Um. One of the things I thought Rosé, I think it was, did really well mm-hmm. was that she like made fun of herself yeah. as well as making fun of other people. Uh-huh. And I think that is a really good way of roasting because you're sort of like putting yourself on the same level. Mm-hmm. So, uh, like, I think, like, if I were to tell, if I were to tell a joke, roasting joke about mm-hmm. us, this would be the joke I would say. Mm-hmm. If I would tell, if I was to do roast you. Yeah. I say you are a garbage person, and I can't wait to pee on your grave. Um, <laughs> I would say, I remember in Martini Blues, yeah. we would we, uh, both of us talking about how we thought the other one was so funny, and that we we would always be like, "You're going to make it in comedy," and you would say, "No, you're going to make it in comedy," and I would say, "No, you're going to make it in comedy," yeah. and it's just nice to know that at the end of the day, we were both wrong. <laughs> <laughs> Lori Roggenkamp's here, everybody. Give it up for Lori Roggenkamp. Thank you, thank you. Try yeah, the yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, thank you for joining me on this cruise ship. Yeah. <laughs> I don't have a roast joke written for you. Um, I have written roast jokes. You know, they did a roast of Joey Buhecker at Pride 40. I, should, I wonder if I should get a copy of that because I wrote 80% of the jokes because they weren't roasters. So I wrote everybody's set. Taylor wrote his own set. I will say that. Taylor wrote his own set. Um... I remember my, it was one of my favorite jokes I said about Taylor. I was like, you know, uh, like, give it up for Taylor the Latte Boy, everybody. He's, uh, you know, he and Lucille Ball have a lot in common, you know. Uh, they both want to break in show business. You know, they both are married to crazy Cubans. Um, only difference is, is that Taylor can actually stuff all those chocolates in his mouth. And I don't know why I thought that joke was so funny. <laughs> That's funny. Uh... All right, let's actually get to the um, spoilers here. Um, 
Did all because uh, Drag Race UK is done. So uh, let's uh, let's talk about uh, the only the U.S. Next week, the expected maxi challenge is an acting challenge called Henny. I shrunk the queens. I think is what it's called. Scarlett Johansson's oh, okay. going to make a guest appearance via Zoom. <gasps> yeah, are you a big Scarlett Johansson fan? I like her. Yeah, I think uh, I think she does. Re- I really like this when she plays a character that's obviously meant for an Asian person. <laughs> I think that really shows her range. Yeah, yeah like Ghost in the Shell, or um, yeah. Also, she was originally cast in The Farewell. If you know that, and Parasite. Oh, really? Yeah, mm-hmm. she was the Parasite. <laughs> All right, the expected runway is Pockets. The expected runway is Pockets. The expected winner of this challenge, Rosé. Rosé is the expected winner of this challenge. The bottom two are Candy Muse and Olivia Lux. They will be lip-syncing to the song Strong Enough by Cher. And actually, this is the last queen to go home, leaving us the top four of the competition. So the last queen to be eliminated from season 13, giving us the top four for season 13 is... Olivia Lux. Olivia Lux is the next queen to be eliminated from the competition. Well, I think you have your answer if uh, people who think that it's produced. Yeah. I mean, they obviously really want her to stay for some reason. Uh oh, Scarlett Johansson. Alex says, "I'm sorry, Spiral Queen says." When I realized she was in the original Honey, I Shrunk the Kids movie. I was super thrown. I did not know that. Oh, interesting. Oh, I didn't know that either. Yeah, she was Rick Moranis. You know what? That's so weird that you say that because I actually had an idea for a movie, mm-hmm. which is like not. It's like uh, an adult version of Honey, I Shrunk the Kids. Mm-hmm. Not like adult, like adults are shrunk. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Oh, that is her. Wow. Mm-hmm. I did not know that. Mm-hmm. I was watching an old uh, Murder, She Wrote, and I saw Joaquin Phoenix as a child. Oh, really? That was weird. Is, is, um, isn't, isn't it funny uh, that you're writing a movie called Kathy, I Lost the Forks? I did. It's a, it's a <laughs> three-hour movie, yeah. ironically. Um... <laughs> and the actually, you know, it's funny. Yeah, is the chopsticks are played by Scarlett Johansson. Oh. So, <laughs> um, which is no, isn't I, your pet name for Star uh, stuff in my hand in, which is really kind of close to Scarlett Johansson. Yeah, mm-hmm. I I thought you were going to say Spork because <laughs> I have called her a Spork before. Oh, have you? Yeah. Um, so she, so I had an idea for Honey, I Shrunk the Kids, but like, like, cause I remember when I was a teenager, I always thought like, wouldn't they like accidentally walk in? Wouldn't it be funny if they accidentally walked in on their parents having sex, but they were miniature. So they kept having to like maneuver themselves from their dad, like crushing their bodies while he's like plowing his, his wife. I just thought that's the only thing that I thought was funny about that. So I thought you about, should write that movie and take into pitch meetings. Uh, well, you know. Mm-hmm. All right, Lori, give us some plugs so we can get out of here. Uh, well, my new movie, Kathy, I Lost the Forks, <laughs> yeah, is coming out on independently on Vimeo. Uh huh. So check that out. Yeah. Um. Yeah, just check out Bloody Podcast. 
and uh, yeah. All right, very good, guys. We'll see you guys next week. You know, uh, I should maybe I could announce this now. Lori will be joining myself and Adam Salandra for All Star Six. For what? What reason? Oh, <laughs> what do you mean for what? <laughs> so it'll be myself, Lori, and Adam Salandra for All Star Six. But you know, uh, I I think we'll have to find a show to replace the rumor mill. Oh, there's no rumor mill? Or maybe, I don't know, I don't think, I, don't, don't you think? We should do the the reviews where we watch uh, the movies and then we review But them. that's an exclusive show. Oh. It should be a drag race related show. I don't know. I don't know. We'll figure something out. When is, uh, <laughs> what the hell? How so is Dexhead so fast? I know. So we had a time we just put my head on Doc McStuffins. I said that's Star's nickname for you. Oh, that's funny. Is that her nickname for you, by the way? My, her, her nickname for me? Yeah. No, she calls me Hot Pocket. It, well, isn't technically she the Hot Pocket? <laughs> yes. <laughs> I guess, yeah. I guess she's, uh... Well, you know. She's having a hard time. Don't you think this is one of the things I've thought about? If I can never get Aiden mad at me, because if it ends badly, all he has to do is post that fucking awful picture that I sent him today. Not today. I mean, the other day. Well, you know, hopefully he won't. Hopefully yeah. he's he. You know, I think at this point in time, hopefully he's not a terrible person. Yeah, I don't think he is. All right, well, let's call it a day there, guys. We will see you guys uh, next week when we... Well, there'll be no spoilers for next week. What are we going to talk about? I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. We'll figure it out. All right, guys, we'll talk to you guys next week. <laughs>